Hello everyone, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at Pod. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Public, TuneIn, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes, as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this project in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash podcast slash support. You can also support me on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you are feeling extra generous. Howdy, folks. Hope you guys are having a good one. So I want to sort of talk about this story. Um, I know like a couple months ago, I talked about how I wanted to do sort of like I wanted to do an episode, a prediction episode about, you know, what would happen to the up and coming CBD market being as so many other states like Texas and I believe Louisiana and a couple of other um, states have have joined um, the fold because of the legalization of hemp through the 2018 Farm Bill on a federal level. But states are still having to be responsible for legalizing hemp on their own. It's just not a federal, a, it's not a federal crime to grow it or whatever. If if you have the right paperwork, you know, with the government and stuff. But, um, but. In this nascent industry, and with there being still a lot of reefer madness, and they're still them still regulating CBD, which doesn't even cause a high, like it's plutonium. And um, you know, when when you have that happen, you know you're gonna squeeze out the mom and pop farmers or craft hemp growers that would want to start a business in Florida. But um, again, um, it's probably not. I mean, I don't think that they're going that that the feds are going to be successful at lowering the total CB the total THC level for CBD flour. I mean, I think there are going to be too many entrenched farmers right now that have just started hemp in the last few years. They are not going to want to have to switch gears like this and lose a lot of their product. You know, I I think this is just a bluff for the evangelicals, but. Um, let's let's read the short article and, and talk more about it. Florida's unfriendly business regulations are driving out hemp companies by Alec Aneo. In 2018, the federal farm bill effectively legalized the mass cultivation of hemp, a cannabis plant containing less than 0.3% THC, the primary psychoactive component of marijuana. The timing was perfect for Floridian Brian Coco, who had started a hemp company, HGE, in Colorado the previous year. 
After the 2018 farm bill was passed, Kelco realized the market would grow quickly and decided he wanted to cultivate and process hemp. Because of Florida's nearly year-round sunshine and vast stretches of farmland, Kelco initially says Jonathan P. Calkins, a drug policy expert and professor at Carnegie Mellon University. Onerous regulations can present significant costs. It's not just the taxes that drive businesses elsewhere. Freed's office did not respond to a request for comment from the New Times. Hemp's popularity is on the rise, and the number of useful applications for it, from hempcrete for building purposes to CBD and wellness products, is growing daily. Coco says that the company would not have had to been able to begin cultivation without the business-friendly regulations instituted by Pennsylvania. Though he doesn't discount the possibility of jumping into the Florida hemp industry in the future, he thinks his involvement will most likely be in the form of providing internationally and state-certified hemp genetics to Florida, Florida farmers. End of article. So again, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta write to our lawmakers, and we gotta get them to step up. Um, name other issues that have a two-thirds consensus with the United States populace um, throughout the country. Like there, there are very few issues that are this unanimous across party lines. So you know, um, again, you gotta, you can't be a wallflower. You gotta write to your lawmakers in Florida if you live in Florida. If you're a hemp grower, you want to be in the hemp business, and you feel like you're being squeezed out like these folks. It's imperative that we 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 voice our opinion and let the government know that they work for the people and not the other way around. But um, I don't want to keep this episode too long. I hope you guys got a lot out of it. Peace out, ciao, and stay medicated, my friends. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are a few ways that you can do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave a voice message on Anchor. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voicemail at 617-466-9389 that is 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to try sequoia organics for a great source of cbd and hemp-based products you can check them out by hitting the link https colon slash slash bit dot ly slash three three four k r v nine and you can enter the following codes dogtree twenty tincture twenty forty percent off ISO fifteen percent off CBD entire store.
And you can also get inexpensive CBD flour directly to your door quickly and cheaply in New England and the rest of the United States by going to HTTPS colon slash slash shop dot Boston Empire dot com slash question mark REF equals D Scotland. And my email to contact me is I am cannabis sativa at gmail dot com. And as always, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out. We intended to relocate company headquarters to the state. However, in spite of the ideal growing conditions, the Florida legislative process has been proven to be impossible. At that time, the only permit issued by the state went to the University of Florida, and all other permits were delayed until early 2020. Not wanting to miss out on valuable research and development time in a bourgeoning market, Coco says he was forced to look outside Florida and eventually relocated to Pennsylvania, which had a hemp pilot program underway. He says HGE is thriving now and has a 120-acre farm and a 4,000 500 square foot indoor grow facility. Pennsylvania has been diversifying its pilot for years, which has put us in a better position to supply farmers with compliant seeds they now need, Coco says. The 2018 Farm Bill mandated that each state establishing its own hemp program must undergo a rigorous process and obtain final approval by the U.S. Department of Agriculture. The states that choose to participate are allowed to launch pilot programs before the USDA gives full approval. But in Florida, the pilot program is only available to universities, a decision made by Governor Rick Scott when he signed the legislation for industrial hemp research pilot program in 2017 all these like gop governors that have to poison pill even hemp um this is i mean making it's only the university could do that i mean the university has the backing of the state and you know they're they're buddies they're best buddies with the state and can get anything they want from the state from our taxpayer dollars but they they already have a lot of researchers to do I mean, they already have a lot of resources to do the studies that they do and stuff. You know, um, I don't. I don't think we need to be giving the colleges a, a, a advantage or a monopoly on growing or researching hemp. Yeah, yeah, the colleges should have access to it, but you know, not. It shouldn't be done as a poison pull maneuver to to hamper something they didn't like. Um, I remember when um, Wisconsin's former uh, governor, Republican governor, Scott Walker, when he signed the hemp bill in Wisconsin, he, he, he and the GOP that controlled everything specifically made sure to be like, hey, you got busted for growing um, cannabis before it was, it was legal and before the legalization of hemp through the farm bill well kick rocks you can't even you can't even sell cbd that doesn't even get you high kick rocks you know it's the cruelty is the point with these sort of with these sort of gop opponents of cannabis
In effect, critics say the state is stifling new business growth and ultimately leading to a less healthy marketplace. Despite Florida Agricultural Commissioner Nikki Fried's consistent touting of the state's rapidly evolving hemp industry as having enormous economic potential, hemp businesses, including homegrown essentials, have been forced to leave the Sunshine State for more progressively regulated regions of the country. In states such as Colorado, which legalized adult use in 2012. Laws that previously existed to quash any out-of-state investment in the Colorado marijuana market have been repealed and investors from all across the nation are being welcomed to inject capital into Colorado's flourishing pot industry. The industry is footloose and moves to whatever state offers the most business-friendly environment.